Right up, straight talk with Art Levine. Our guests tonight, candidates for city attorney Bob Shannon and Tom Reeves, all on Straight Talk tonight. Opinions expressed in the following program do not necessarily reflect the views of Charter Communications nor its sponsors. We recognize our obligation to present opposing points of view by responsible spokespersons. For information, please contact the director of program. She stands in the face of evil and will not lose hope or faith. America, the land of freedom, is still the Talk is brought to you in part by Southern California Edison. For over 100 years, life powered by Edison. The Press Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Long Beach Magazine. Coastal living, city style. <laughs> Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We're delighted you're joining us tonight. Uh, we have as our guest for the entire show the candidates running for Long Beach uh, City Attorney, Bob Shannon and Tom Reeves. Uh, we've asked each of them to make a one-minute opening statement and by a flip of the coin, uh, Tom Reeves will be going first, and I'd like to uh, welcome you both to the show. Thank you, Art. Tom, uh, why are you uh, running for this office? Well, I'm running for this office because I believe I have the skills and unique talents that it'll take for the city attorney's office uh, in the city attorney's office in the next four years. The state and this city are going to be facing unprecedented and perhaps even unforeseen challenges, and I think that my training, background, and experience have made me uniquely capable of meeting and overcoming those challenges. Uh, Bob, you're the incumbent city attorney. You served two ter three terms. Uh, uh, one time you ran without opposition. I know you uh, have a high regard for the quality of the uh, department that you had. Uh, uh, why are you running for re-election? Yes, sir. I've been, uh, I've been an attorney for 39 years, assistant city attorney for 13 years, and uh, city attorney for 12. Uh, simply stated, I believe I run the best municipal law office in California. We very aggressively pursue uh, uh, the interests of the taxpayer, as far as I'm concerned, and do what we can to raise the quality of life in the neighborhood. Just to give you a quick example, we've vigorously defended the airport noise ordinance. We've uh, recovered $18 million uh, in the Semper lawsuit on behalf of the taxpayers, and we've formulated and implemented the Port's Clean Truck Program. I'm prepared to continue uh, aggressively pursuing the interests of the taxpayer, and I hope you vote for me in April. Thank you both, gentlemen. Uh, let me start with uh, 
with Bob. Bob, who do you work for? Uh, you're elected by the people. Do you work for the people of Long Beach? Do you work for the city council? Do you work for the mayor? Who do you work for? Uh, that's a complicated question in the sense that I work for the people. I'm elected by the people. But the state law and the canons of ethics, as you may be aware, uh, indicate that I actually represent the city council, uh, the commissions, uh, the committees of the, uh, of the city, and where there's litigation, all of the uh, employees that might be involved in a particular piece of litigation. So the best way I could put that is that I work for the people by representing the, uh, the employees and commissions and council of the city of Long Beach in a, in a uh, good fashion and providing them with good legal advice. Fair enough. Tom, you're a three-term incumbent uh, city prosecutor. You could have run for re-election as city prosecutor. It would be highly likely that you would be re-elected, yet you've chosen to uh, try to unseat an incumbent. Uh, why have you done that? Well, as I mentioned uh, when, in my opening statement, I believe that this uh, city is going to be facing unprecedented challenges. And I think also that my, my talent, my skill set, developed not only in the municipal law area but through the uh, military experience that I've had, makes me uniquely capable of meeting those challenges. And also it makes me, well, not business as usual. I'm not known for doing business as usual. I'm known for innovation and attacking problems head on with new ideas and new approaches. And I intend to use those skills that I've developed over the 30 plus years of law practice that I've had and the over 30 years of military experience that I have to bring those skills to meet those challenges and overcome them in the future. Bob, there are different conceptions of the role of an attorney in, in, in private life. Some attorneys are, are more strictly legalistic and represent their clients in a very legalistic way. Other attorneys are viewed as facilitators. They try and find the way to make a deal work rather than what the, the problems are. Where, where would you rate yourself in, in the spectrum of those two choices? Well, definitely in the latter part of the spectrum. I've, in, I have a difficult line to, 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 to traverse. Uh, in the one sense, as I say, my client is the city council. Let's just use the city council as, uh, as our paradigm here. Uh, I represent the city council. I've got to give them the best possible legal advice. But I can assure you that in private, I tell them what I believe to be the right path to take without going too far and in, in, uh, delving into policy matters. I think that I, uh, I, think I do a pretty good job in, in, uh, in at the one, on the one hand, giving them sound legal advice, and on the other hand, trying to steer them in the right direction with regard to policy matters. Tom, you've been critical of the administration of the city attorney's office. Uh, that's why you're running. Can, can you name one particular decision or, or situation that you think uh, should have been done differently? Well, I give three examples of things that I would do differently. Uh, for instance, in, in regard to transparency, I believe that it would be a very good thing for the city to know in terms of lawsuits or contracts or legal opinions to have those things made public through the Internet so that the public can see what it is that's taking place in terms of litigation or in terms of legal opinions. I also think it's important to understand that legal advice has to be insightful. As you pointed out, sometimes an attorney is more than just giving a cold legal opinion. They also have to interpret the law. How will it play out over time? What other considerations, besides just those that are purely legal, play into making a decision? 
I think that uh, on time, on target uh, legal advice is necessary. And then the last thing I would do is I would engage in, in prevention. I mean, I think the city attorney's office has fallen short in this area. I know Mr. Shannon's been quoted in the paper as saying that at any given time there are 30 or more lawsuits involving just the police department. Uh, I think that uh, we ought to have a legal liaison in the police department assisting them in training and vigorously assisting them so that they can avoid those kinds of things. Once you get sued, you know, you're kind of on a track that you don't have full control over, but preventing the lawsuit comes from aggressive intervention. And that's, those are three areas that I think could be improved. Bob, the, the, the lawsuit against the city uh, by the, uh, the police officers individually, the donning and doffing, yes. uh, kind of upsets a lot of us as, as, as wasted money and money uh, if they are successful, that could have gone to salaries. And uh, uh, could you address that as well as uh, Tom's comments? Well, it's it's uh, it's very upsetting and uh, rightfully so. The many of the claims of the over 800 pol individual police officers, uh, frankly, are just plain frivolous. Uh, but we're vigorously uh, defending the lawsuit. Uh, we hope to prevail, and I think at the end of the day, I think we'll have a successful result. In terms of preventing lawsuits, first of all, I want to emphasize that uh, on a per capita basis, uh, we have fewer payouts in litigation than any comparable city in the state of California, and that has been proven out by statistics. Now, with regard to risk management that Tom referred to, we have a risk management department in the city. It's uh, attached to human resources, and they do a pretty fine job. And with regard to the police department, I have the full support of the police officers in the police department, and I can tell you that we meet with them on a regular basis, train them on a regular basis to try to prevent, uh, you can't always prevent all the lawsuits, but to try to prevent as best you can uh, a proliferation of lawsuits. Thank you very much. We'll be returning with this discussion after these messages. Electricity is different from any other product we use. We can't store it. We must use it wisely, but can't do without it completely. And there's no substitute for this special form of energy that brings us light, comfort, and progress. That's why California needs new standards that can keep utilities strong, guard against another power crisis, and protect consumers from the kind of shortages that often affect other commodities. Because electricity is different. The Port of Long Beach, one of the region's largest construction contractors, has work for businesses big and small. The SBE, or Small Business Enterprise Program, was established by the Board of Harbor Commissioners in 2004 to boost the local economy. Through this program, small businesses get a chance at big port contracts in the areas of construction, environmental consulting, engineering and architectural services, and more. To learn more, log on to www.polb.com or call 562-590-4146. For over 80 years, Community Hospital of Long Beach has served the greater Long Beach community by providing the best medical care possible with a focus on clinical excellence and a caring, compassionate, personalized approach for every patient. It is our goal to be the community's preferred health care provider, providing a 24-7 rapid response emergency department, a state-of-the-art cancer center, and a free wellness and diabetes program. We are proud to introduce CHLB's new bariatrics program featuring the safe and effective lap band system. Community Hospital of Long Beach. When you have a choice, choose the best. 
The facts are in. California State University Long Beach is among the nation's finest universities. For the fourth consecutive year, the campus ranked in the top five public comprehensive universities in the Western United States. In 2007, Cal State Long Beach was named the third best value among all American public colleges and universities. Through superior teaching, research, and community service, Cal State Long Beach is changing lives for a changing world. We're back at dinner conversation with candidates running for Long Beach City Attorney Bob Shannon and Tom Reeves. I've asked each of the guests to uh, ask a question of the other. And uh, Tom, what's your question for Bob? Uh, Bob, in light of the deficits that we face and, and those that we are almost certainly going to face in the future, what changes would you make to your office if, if it were required in order to save the maximum amount of budget funds? Well, we've, uh, as, as you know, Tom, uh, we have cut our budget 20% uh, in the last two years. You, two years ago, stood in front of the city council and refused to cut your budget in any way. You were the only department head that did that, certainly the only elected head that did that. So, And uh, you had about a 7.9% uh, reduction uh, forced upon you. I would say this. I have cut my staff 20% uh, in the last two years. I've cut it as far as I can cut it without doing damage to the taxpayers. So we're as lean as we can get. Fair enough. And uh, Bob, now your turn to ask a question of Tom. Well, I've got a particularly hard-hitting question, and I hope, I hope Tom doesn't resent this. I, I don't mean anything personal. But who do you think is going to win the SC game next, week, next year? You know, that's a hard question because my son-in-law went to SC, but my daughter went to UCLA. And I I'm really know that. I'm, yeah, I'm really disappointed. It, it breaks my heart to tell you, but I think my son-in-law's got the day. It'll be split, USC. Split loyalties. Let me follow up on something you uh, and, and, and Bob referred to it in his answer. Uh, when you were asked to cut your budget two years ago, you, as, as Bob mentioned his question, you kind of stood firm. Uh, isn't there always some waste and extra stuff in, in any city entity that is, has a multi-million dollar budget? Well, according to Mr. Shannon's most recent answer to that question, apparently not in the future in his department. But to answer your question about my position, when I stood in front of the city council, I reminded them that the increases in expenditures by department, especially by the elected department, represented to them that I was the lowest increase over the last five years, that I had had a 6% increase, mostly attributable to outside forces like workers' comp costs and insurance costs. So when they were talking about cutting budgets that were inflated, mine was not inflated. I have a five-year increase that was essentially the cost of living increase. And I told them then, and I meant it, and I'll tell them again if they want, want to hear it again, that you cannot increase the police department and expect the city prosecutor's office to keep up with that workload if you cut the prosecutors. And that's what I told them. I said, you're putting your foot on the gas and the brake at the same time. Make a policy decision. Can I respond briefly? Please. Uh, the, po the point is they have not increased the number of police officers. That's, that's a bone of contention on a policy level. The fact is that the problems that Tom's had with his budget is the same problem that everyone else has had. We all had the same problem. The city auditor, Laura Dowd, the city attorney, and all the other department heads stepped up when we had to, cut our budgets 20%. Tom did not. He had 7.9% shoved down his throat only involuntarily. So believe me, our position with regard to the budget cuts is a lot more straightforward and a lot more sane than Tom. Let um, me share. I, I have go to ahead, respond go to ahead. that. He's re re saying it was shoved down my throat, but I made them make a policy decision. 
and my department is part of law enforcement, and I pointed out to them that it would have a negative impact on law enforcement, and that's why my budget reduction was only about 8%. Okay, fair enough. The issue's been joined. But let me ask a question of you. A lot of taxpayers and citizens are very concerned when they, they see big legal fees going to outside law firms that your office hires for a variety of reasons. Uh, first, explain why you hire outside uh, lawyers when you have your own, and second, is there something that can be done to cut down those millions of dollars of fees we're paying to outside law firms? Well, first of all, uh, Art, we're not paying millions of dollars. It averages about $1 million a year. Uh, on a per capita basis, our office farms out cases far less than any comparable city. Oakland is a good example. Oakland farms out their cases far more. The city of Los Angeles, which has 500 attorneys, incredible redundancy that we don't have, farms out far more cases on a per capita basis than we do. Now, it, the fact of the matter is that every municipal law office has to farm out some cases. A, because of the complexity. Keep in mind I have about 150 cases pending at any given time that my internal litigators are handling. If a big case comes along that requires full-time work by one or more attorneys, that has to be uh, taken outside. The other uh, type of lawsuit where we, uh, or situation where we may have to go to outside is where the complexity of the particular legal issue is such that we can't handle it in-house. For example, the large Queen Mary bankruptcy, which turned out very well, by the way. We got all of our money back. But those are the kind of cases that force us to go to outside counsel. Okay, we'll be continuing this conversation, but first we have to pause for these messages. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Bill is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Bill Trainees. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember, Polly's. 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. People need a hero. They need something they can believe in. That's where Dog the Water Copper comes in. Oh, no! I write you a little trail snippet. I've been watching you take a shower for the past 40 minutes. Think of all that water you're wasting. Well, I mean, that's really weird, Dog. I'm totally naked right now. We're continuing our conversation with the candidates for Long Beach City Attorney. Uh, Tom, from time to time you hear proposals bandied about to merge 
the city prosecutor's office with the city attorney's office. You've been running the prosecutor's office for three terms. What do you think of that idea? Well, I said in my first term, and each time that's come up uh, with regard to charter reform, that I think that would be a form of bad government. I don't think that the model you have in Los Angeles is particularly good in terms of governmental form. I say that because the city attorney in Los Angeles, unlike the city attorney in Long Beach, will have under one branch the civil side and the criminal side. So when the police officers are sued, as Mr. Shannon and I have earlier discussed, that same attorney's office that will be considering the criminal case will be considering the civil case. And that creates all that, kinds a potential of problem yeah. and conflict of interest. Bob, same question to you, because we hear about this. We maybe could save some money. Does that make any sense from your perspective? You know, that's an open question for me. I, I'm not sure it would save money, because if you were to merge the two offices, basically what you, assuming that you merged it into the city attorney's office, what you'd have is a chief deputy that would basically would, would function as Tom is functioning right now. Sure. It'd be the lesser part of the, of the two, of the two uh, yeah. halves. However, I, I, I do think it's an open question. Okay. Um, I don't disagree with what Tom said, however. Tom, getting back to the outside attorneys, uh, anything that you would do differently than the way uh, Bob handles the problem retaining outside attorneys? Yeah, well, I have two comments about that. One, uh, Mr. Shannon hired his campaign manager's law firm to handle a $150,000 a year contract for appearances that when I was in the office I used to make. And I think that that, that contract should be terminated. With regard to the donning and doffing lawsuit, I think the approach, although business as usual, of getting an outside law firm perhaps is short-sighted. It's a million two now, the, that firm's charges to the city without settling, without trial. Perhaps it would have been better and, and certainly something I would have considered to hire an outside law firm as a consultant if you need that speciality. But for a million dollars, you can hire two lawyers and make them do nothing but that lawsuit at the direction of the consultant and save a lot of money. Bob, did you want to comment? Well, first of all, the reference to my campaign manager is incorrect. We haven't spent $150,000 a year. It's under $100,000, and it's for pitches motions. And believe me, it's a cost-effective, necessary thing. Our attorneys were sitting around court all day long, and believe me, we're saving money by going to outside counsel. Tom's comments with regard to not going to outside counsel are interesting, since he was the head litigator when we decided to go to outside counsel in the McClure case, the largest case we've ever lost, which was... Uh, of course, it occurred before I was city attorney, but the, the case was initially handled in-house by the city attorney's office. Tom participated in the decision to send it to outside counsel, and it was very costly for the city. Okay, time goes fast when you're having fun. We've come to the portion of the show where we ask each of our uh, candidates to uh, give a one-minute closing statement, and Tom, you first. Well, I want to thank the viewers and to point out to them that there are differences here, complete and stark differences. My experience hasn't been entirely in the municipal law office, unlike my opponent. My experience includes uh, positions in the military where each year, every year, I was evaluated, and each year, every year, I was considered for promotion. I started as a private, I ended as a colonel. That's a history of success. Also, I'd like to point out that as a, as a city attorney and a private practice attorney, each time I've had an opportunity to demonstrate innovative, creative thinking, I've done so and done so successfully. You can see that on my website, which I believe is part of the bumper in this case, or in this show. So I would say that if you're looking for change, if you're unwilling to put up with business as usual, then Tom Reeves is a candidate you should vote for on April 13th. Thank you. Thank you, Tom Reeves, candidate for city attorney, and Bob Shannon, your closing statement. I think one approach that you might want to think about in terms of which candidate to support for, uh, for election to the office of city attorney is to look at, look at the endorsements. 
Um, and I want to go down a, a very brief list uh, of significant endorsements. Senator, uh, State Senator Lowenthal uh, endorsed me. I've worked with him. He's worked with Tom also. Supervisor Kanabi has worked with both Tom and myself. District Attorney uh, Steve Cooley. City Auditor Laura Dowd. Mayor Bob Foster. All of these people enthusiastically support me. Now, these are people that have worked with Tom, and they work with me, and they've chosen me. I think that says an awful lot in terms of which candidate is more qualified to lead the city attorney's office in the next four years. Thank you. Thank you, candidate Bob Shannon. And we'll be back with the remaining portions of Straight Talk after these messages. Welcome to McKenna's on the Bay, where fine dining is complemented with a breathtaking view. McKenna's is a restaurant of incredible ambiance, providing service and cuisine with style, class, and romance. The menu offers a variety of appetizers, serious seafood, prime steaks, and oyster bar, and specialty entrees for either lunch or dinner. McKenna's on the Bay features patio dining, nightly entertainment, and two banquet facilities. No matter what your occasion, McKenna's on the Bay is like being on vacation. Join us today at McKenna's on the Bay. The Marketplace Long Beach, where you can shop for a fabulous selection of merchandise. Dine out tonight. Shop in a relaxing environment. Explore all there is to enjoy at The Marketplace Long Beach, PCH and 2nd Street, online at MarketplaceLongBeach.com. The Marketplace Long Beach. Take care of those who are closest to you, from our family to yours. McCarty's Jewelry, since 1932. How do you like your chances the rest of the week? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Welcome back. You've had a chance in the last half hour to, to meet the two candidates running for Long Beach City Attorney. It's a very important office. One of them will be our next city attorney. And I hope that you will take the time to vote in the primary election coming up on Tuesday, April 13th. It's an important office. Be sure that you register your choice for this office and the other offices and council races if you have a race in your district. You know, uh, America in its 200 plus years have has sacrificed a lot to ensure this right to vote. And it's embarrassing sometimes how the low percentage turnout of Americans uh, exercise that right. So make your voice heard. And I'd like to thank both of our uh, candidates for appearing on the show, for taking the time to really participate in the democratic process. The system doesn't work unless we have people of quality who step up 
and go through and do the things that you have to do, including raising money to get elected. We've put the bumpers up uh, for both of the candidates. If you were moved by either one or by both, uh, send them a, a comment, send them a check, but be part of the process. They're doing their part by running. You can do your part by, by voting and by supporting one. So, uh, Tom Reeves, thank you very much for joining us here on Straight Talk. Thank you for inviting me. And Bob Shannon, thank you for being our guest. Thank you, Art. And thank you at home for joining us. Be with us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by Southern California Edison, The Press-Telegram, and Long Beach Magazine. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable worldwide 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.